All right, guys, welcome to Game Changer. I'm David Villa, and I'm here with my lovely wife and partner for 30 years in April, Diana Villa. Man, you're blessed. Um, I've been told that before, but I often wonder, I'm do they, yeah. <laughs> you look good um, with your glasses on. So I'm coming to the conclusion after reading and fumbling last week that I need my glasses more often than she I She just think. wants everybody to know that she knows how to read. <laughs> she wants to make sure everyone that watched last week's episode and uh, that she I do know how to read. read. She just couldn't see the page. Seeing the page is another story, but um, yeah. Hey, we're going to dive into a, I think it's a great topic. Here's the question that we ask ourselves, right? The question that you're asking yourself today, the question that, um, that, that intrigued you to watch this possibly if you saw the caption, do I have God's favor? Do I have God's favor? And that's a, that's a, that's an interesting question. The word favor has been thrown out, you know, in the church world you know, over and over again. Sometimes it seems like maybe even it's been something mystical, you know, or something mysterious, something like that God plays, you know, he, he loves someone more than someone else or that you can like earn your way, you know, to some supernatural blessing. But, you know, um, I want to, I wanted to dive into the word of God together today. And I wanted to, I want to discuss, look at, define and answer the question, do I walk in God's favor? And I want to talk about the kind of faith, uh, favor, Diana, that faithfulness leads to. I'm going to say it again. I want to talk about the kind of favor that faithfulness leads to. So faith, being faithful will lead to favor. And, um, you know, if you look in the Word of God, you can actually find favor all over the Bible, right? Again, it's not one of these things like uh, one of the largest um, subscribing, subs- subscriberships to a plan that we've written. One of the largest, top three or four, is the plan Walking in Favor. And I think people were gravitated towards that, right? You, 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 you know, you want to, you want God's favor, <clears throat> but a lot of times we don't really know. We know we want it, but do we know what it is? Do we know how to get it? Do we know? Do we know what it does for our life? Do we know what walk, what not walking in His favor does? And can I just say this? You know, I have walked in God's favor, and then I have also walked outside of God's favor. And it is much better to walk in his favor. And if you scan the pages of the Bible, you know, and study people that are in the Bible, the people we preach about, you know, people who saved nations, changed, you know, history, um, you'll discover that many of them had one thing in common. And it wasn't, it wasn't fame, right? Even though we know who they are today, we, we you know, we, we preach on them, David's and and Jonathan's and Esther's and Ruth's, and we, we, we talk about them. So they are famous, right? It wasn't, it wasn't their fortune that they gave them the common denominator. It wasn't even their followers, you know, that made them similar to one another. Here's what made them similar. They found favor. They found favor. And uh, Noah, let's look at Noah for a second. He played a key role, right, in saving the human race when he found favor in the sight of the Lord in Genesis 6, 5, 8. Moses found favor in God's eyes which he needed desperately, right, to lead a nation of stubborn people, um, you know, uh, in Exodus 33. So Noah found favor and saved the, the human race. Moses found favor and then led God's people out of, the will, into the, uh, out of Egypt. And then, you know, when the angel of the Lord even told Mary she would carry the Son of God, the very Son of God, Jesus, right, it was because she found favor with God in Luke 1, 26. I can go on and on, right? In Genesis 39, 4, Joseph found favor, right? In Esther 2, 
Esther found favor. Daniel in one nine found favor. All of them found favor with with God, and they found favor with key leaders. You know, and, and otherwise, by the way, would have ignored them at best and killed them at worst. And so, because they found favor, because of the favor they found first in God, right? You know, then they were able to do these great things that we we preach about. David was able to kill Goliath, and you know Joseph was able to rise from rags to riches, and Esther was is able to come from obscurity to being found, you know, in in marrying royalty. All of these things were because of favor, and favor was found in their life, and um, and so even Jesus, and I'll say this, grew in favor. Luke says with God and man, so. Let's look at it for a second from the standpoint of, of finding favor in God's eyes. What caused them to find favor? So I think we have to define what favor is. Absolutely. And I think that's really where we probably misinterpret <clears throat> what favor is. Mm-hmm. Favor is not blessing, but I think favor can bring blessing. And I think we misinterpret um, favor as being blessing. Yeah. And favor is approval, support, or liking for someone or something, approval or support. Um, you know, Noah wasn't a perfect man, but he was um, approved by God. So he had a he, which to me says right relationship with God. He was in relationship with God. Um, you're not going to favor someone that you don't know. I'm going to favor my children over kids playing on the playground that I am unaware of. So I think finding favor has to do with being in right standing and right relationship. That doesn't mean you're perfect. So don't, you know, take that either, but I think favor is found because you are in relationship with Christ. Okay. And um so and I, I feel like again we we intertwine that and, and equate favor to blessing. I think blessing comes in favor and relationship with God and putting first things first and walking in the the purpose and the plan of the Lord. But I think favor, you know, to to define that is probably really important to understand. Favor is, you know, I think comes down to relationship. Are you in relationship with Christ? Not do do you know him, but are you in relationship? And I think there's a difference. Well, when you're in relationship, let's look at it from a standpoint of of your children. You um, You know, you that are watching, you know, listening, you know, your children. They have, you know, they're because they're in relationship with you, you know, they have approval. It doesn't mean you approve of everything they do. It doesn't mean that they do everything perfectly, like Diana mentioned. But you, they have your approval, and if they have your approval or your your stamp of approval, understand that their benefits come with that. You know, what's yours becomes theirs. You know, we often say, uh, you know, our kids, when they come into the house, even um, as adults, they don't have to go, hey, do you mind if I get something out of your refrigerator? You know, if your kids live with you, they don't have to go, hey, you know, can I can I get something to drink, right? They have access where if a guest came into your it's house, good. you know, they, they have to ask permission. So there's, I think it's approval. And I think it's also access because, you know, you, you, you look at it from a standpoint of it's not that God looks at everything you do and approves because how many know that we are far from perfect and we make a lot of mistakes and do things that God doesn't approve of all the time. Every, every time we sin and we're, you know, we've all come short. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Every time we sin, we do something that God doesn't approve of. However, he approved us when we were bought with the blood of Jesus, when we accepted Christ as our Savior, there was a stamp of approval. It's like like a like a paid in full stamp. And that paid in full stamp said, I approve this package. 
You know, it's like when we stand before God one day, you know, think thankfully for grace. If you've accepted Jesus as your personal savior, then there's that stamp of approval that God's going to be looking for when you come through that door. He's not going to go, you know, you're going to take an account for everything you did, but he's not going to judge you and then say, well, you did this. So therefore this disqualified you after you were qualified. He'll look at it and then he'll, he'll look at that and go, okay, this package, and I'm kind of speaking, you know, maybe metaphorically here, this package has been approved. You know, I see the signature, the approval, and I think that's the, that's like that's favor. You, you read that definition, and I think that's a perfect way to look at it. We have to say what is favor first. So but it's also support. So I think if favor support means even when maybe we have fallen short, you know, and I think again back to relationship with you know children or even maybe your spouse that you support them even in their weaknesses, right? Because you believe in them. Like maybe they just got tripped up. So I think favor also has to do with approval, but also supporting. Sometimes the way God supports us is loving us through our imperfections. Mm -hmm. And so you support. That doesn't mean you um, agree, agree, but you support someone through in love. So I think favor is approval and support. Yeah. So what is favor? What is the favor of God? How do we find it in our day-to-day life? So it's approval. That's by Google Webster definition, right? Favor is approval. It's support. And so what else is it? And how do we find it in our day-to-day life? That's really the important thing, right? How do we walk in it? How do we, that was the purpose of the plan that we wrote a couple of years ago. How do we walk in it? How do we experience it in our day-to-day life? Because you need God's favor every single day, whether you are, you know, whether you're walking in every benefit, whether every benefit shows up as a need, you know, every day or not, you need it every day. So while scripture doesn't really give us an exact definition, right? It's evident in every case. Okay, so when something's evident in every case, then let's take that to mean something. So in every case where it's mentioned, right, um, that w- even though it's intangible, it's definitely undeniable. I'm going to say that again. Even though it's intangible, so it's not able to be grabbed a hold of or held onto or, you know, or bottled up or identified always, right? It's, it's undeniable. You know, it showed up in the form of manna. And I'm not talking about miracles because there's, there's a, you know, uh, I'm not talking about just supernatural, like miracles and things that are just out of this world. Favor shows up in every single day, in every single situation. But, I mean, it showed up, you know, to the children of God as manna. They couldn't really bottle it up, literally. They couldn't save it to the next day, but it was definitely undeniable. So some people define favor, you know, as as God's demonstrated delight in us, you know. And if you could think about that back into the approval or the support aspect and kind of you know, relay it to your children, you know, you delight in them, you know, you've heard the phrase like, well, that child can do no wrong in that mother's eyes. Well, obviously that child can do right and wrong, but what it means, I think what they mean is they're, they're witnessing demonstrated delight. So when you ask God for favor, okay, and you can ask God and you should ask God for his favor, you're asking for more of his presence. Diana talked about this earlier in your life, right? You're asking for more of his presence. You're asking really to become closer to him. God, you know, draw me closer to you. You know, let me experience more of your presence so that you can work in and you can work through me for your good, for your glory, and in ways that you could never, that we could never imagine. That's favor. And I know you're looking something up, but you know, don't get it twisted. I posted this the other day because this part of the notes stood out to me. The favor of God can't be confused with favors from God. I'm going to say that again. The favor of God 
can't be confused with favors from God. Did you get that? So don't, 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 don't excuse the favor of God with favors from God. Chances are you'll be disappointed if you do that. If you think this prayer, right, you know, is going to result in, in, you know, better parking spaces and bigger paychecks, even though it could, right? The favor of God can also complicate your life and uh, because it's not always convenient. I, I immediately thought of unmerited faith. Um, un, I'm sorry, unmerited favor. Mm. And the reason why I think that is because sometimes our kids are undeserving of mm-hmm. the things that we give them. And so I think walking in approval and support of God, that there are seasons if we're in right relationship, we're seeking him, we're going after him. We are, you know, asking him to come into our day on a daily basis. We're asking for his guidance. And again, we're human and we make mistakes. However, his unmerited. That's like you didn't do something to earn that. It automatically comes. Not in everything you do, right? Um, I wish I could say everything my hand touches is like the Midas touch and it turns to gold. It doesn't. But I think when you can continue that continuous, consistent walk with the Lord in your daily life and in your daily thoughts and your daily actions and your daily speech, that favor not only is approval and support of God, but it brings unmerited, something you don't deserve, something you didn't earn. But because he loves us so much, he releases mm-hmm. that into your life. That's good. You know, um, the Bible says that these people we mentioned, you know, we're talking to Esther, Noah, David, Moses, Jesus, you know, us, right? People that you know, your pastors, whatever. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, or you are aware that maybe people found favor with God. But in a lot of ways, can I just say this favor found them? And I think that's that's actually a really good point. We feel like um, we find favor. No, it finds you, and it seeks you out, and it searches you out, and it, it, it meets you. You know, I feel like we're we feel like we're trying to work or search for it, but it's there for our um, to seize. Yeah, to seize. I was trying to, to get the right to grasp a hold yeah. of, but we're not searching for it. It's finding you. Yeah, we can't produce God's presence, you know, but we can be positioned for it. And that, and, and the way you be position, your position for it is through humility, and faithfulness. You know, understanding that it's not you, it's nothing you did. It's not, you know, it's not some uh, the Midas touch, or it's not some, you know, secret sauce that you have. Right? It's it's um, you, you position yourself through it through humility, humility, and then faithfulness. And faithfulness is really um, the ability to um, see faith all the way through. You know, it's not just like never doubting. It's just be. It's just never quitting. I'm going to say it again. Faithfulness is. Just, it's not never doubting. It's not that you're, you're you're full of faith. I never doubt. It's just I never quit. I never. I never ultimately gave up believing that God could do it. And so, um, in the same way, we must actively seek wisdom. You know, we must assume the the a posture. There's a posture. For there's a position you have to place yourself in for God's hand to rest on us, right? And um, you know, uh, I love this. Psalms twenty three six talks about goodness and mercy following us all the days of our life. So when you're faithful, favor will find you. But if you follow Jesus, favor will follow you. You know, um, I'm going to say that again because I want you to really get that when when you're faithful, favor will find you. But when you follow Jesus. Because goodness and mercy is following you, because favor is following Jesus, you're 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 in on that flow. It's like you're you're in on that flow, and there's and there's just something about that, you know, that you can't put a price tag on. You can't um, 
it's, it's invaluable. And I don't want to walk any more days than I have to without finding, walking in, embracing, experiencing God's favor and having his favor follow me. Does that make sense? You know, I immediately think that with favor, um, I think when you have favor in your life and you're able to walk in humility, you recognize that it's not about you, it's about him. But I think it'll cause us to look at the people around us and extend grace where maybe normally we wouldn't extend grace, that will extend, you know, help where we wouldn't normally extend help. So I think favor also causes us to go outside of ourselves and actually show the love of Christ to other people in our life because it's on us and you know you can't be in the presence of the lord and not want to do good yeah that's good stuff that's good stuff hopefully you're getting you hopefully you're getting a proper definition and perspective of favor this morning you know um if you're just joining us or you've came in late you know go back and and listen uh and catch it you know on youtube or spotify and apple but you know i just want to say for those of you that maybe just joined us excuse me i want to say that you know, favor is one of these things that we have to understand in order to to <clears throat> operate and walk in it. What I mean by that is you don't have to understand, you don't have to understand bef- before God does it for you or in you or with you, but you have to recognize it, I should say, and then he's doing it so that he can teach you how to, to continually walk in it, if that makes sense. Meaning the first time or, you know, the beginning stages of walking or favor finding you, you know, you just you just begin to see things happening more at a flow in your life. You begin to feel like, okay, there's something, somebody's with me on this journey. I'm not by myself. I'm not, it's not, it's not as much of a struggle. Even the struggles, right, the, the valleys seem higher, the mountains seem lower because he's with you. And so at first you might not recognize what that is, but I want to help you help you identify that that is the favor of God in your life. And then God wants you to recognize that so that you can begin to realize how much you need it, how much you need, you know, his benefits, his approval, his support. And um, so, you know, we're talking about that today, but it's important that you um, get a clear grasp on that, right? Favor of God is not some churchism where we're like, you know, hey, just come on, let's all walk in God's favor. And because I think we don't have a proper definition. I think we... Which is what we're talking about. I, I feel like in most cases, even in my own walk, in my own thought process, I equate favor as blessing, and they're right. two totally different things. But I think blessing comes when you walk in favor yeah. and with favor, the favor of the Lord. But it's about being in relationship with Christ his approval and his support, and if you walk that out, you know that no matter what you face, as a child of God, you are approved by him. You are loved by him. You are accepted by him. And because you, he loves us unconditionally, right? He loves us unconditionally. I mean, I love my kids. I feel like unconditionally, but there probably are conditions. Like, they act crazy some days when they were younger, and maybe I questioned my love. I don't know. But it's unconditional, and I didn't want to hold, withhold any good thing from them. Now, I wanted to withhold bad things from them, right? I wanted to protect them. And sometimes we um, also view God's denial as, you know, as how could he withhold something good from me? But don't forget, sometimes when he does that, he's actually um, setting us up for even greater 
favor, greater blessing, greater things. And we feel like it's, it's holding, you know, holding us back, but it's actually propelling us forward. And just like, you know, with our children, there's things that you didn't want to give them. I didn't want to feed them sugar all day long, right? Because it really wasn't good for them. So they wondered why they couldn't have all the sugary snacks. Well, because in the end, their nutrition, their long, their long goal, their longevity, their health was contingent on what they ate. And same thing for us, our longevity and our walk with the Lord so that we don't give up, we don't faint is, you know, he holds things back from us, but it's about favor. Um, And I think that, again, it's not always about blessing. I think blessing comes, but it's not blessing. Favor is support, acceptance, approval. The church has got, the church is, the church is, I think done a, a, a poor job, and I say it's, it's not as all, not it's, it's, when it comes to favor. We we've we've allowed church, some poor, us. yeah, the Church of Jesus Christ, the Church. We've maybe we haven't understood it right, yeah. and this is not a judging standpoint because even I've said some of those things or quoted some of those things or been involved with saying some of those things. But when you understand what it is, you know, you have, because here's the thing: if not, then you're looking at it as some far off, you know, like lottery type. You know, it's a you know, just maybe it's going to just hit me, you know, today. Hey, I'm going to, today, God's favor hit me, folks, this week. You know, you heard testimony. Hey, the favor of God came on me this week. And, you know, the reality is um, God wants you to walk in that every day. And if you want to lead in, in, in a way that leaves a mark, right? And I think that's the key, right? If you want to lead in, in a way that leaves a mark uh, on, the, on the very pages of history, on the legacy of your family, right? Um, it really, and, and, it, and it leaves that, the mark, by the way, is the mark that's going to point to God so that that next generation can walk in his favor. It's that mark that can point to God for that next, you know, for that person reading that book can walk in his favor. And so if you want that to be you, can I just say this? Ask God for favor every morning and then ask him to open your eyes to see when it comes. Ask him to help you recognize his favor when it shows up. Even when it shows up dressed like frustration, fear, or even failure, right? There's been some times over the last, probably the last season where, you know, his favor showed up in those areas in my life, in our business, in our walk. And you know what? It wasn't always recognizable as God's favor, but it was. And uh, so it's easy to forget favor in a world that's striving for success. You said it's not success. You said it's not blessing necessarily, but it brings it. It brings true success and true blessing that matter, but it's easy to forget favor when you live in a world that strives for success. But God, God's word makes this clear: favors the secret sauce to leaving a legacy. Well, it I, is the secret sauce to leaving. A I legacy. think approval will cause you to shine in maybe a tough season. That'll attract people to try and understand what is it that is when you face adversity, you still had joy. You still able to stand, even though I, I, you know, people knowing maybe your inner circle, knowing what you're experiencing, when how are they still joyous? How do they still have a smile? How are they still, you know, walking it out? I think the favor of God, obviously, it's about His approval and His support for us. But you know, we're kind of selfish, and we feel like that means the limelight's on us. But it's really not on the, us for for ourselves, but it's actually, I think, to be a light and a yeah. beacon in in this world so that people see that with God, even when you face frustration, fears, um, anxiety, that you trip up, even that, that you know, that there, that's something people see. So I think fa- the favor of God is not about us. I think it's about God in us for others to see. 
Amen. Amen. Um, I was hoping that comment lasted a little bit longer. I was texting Mike something. So, <laughs> so pursuing God's Katya. favor this week as we well as we wrap up here, um, pursuing God's favor this week may look like um, you know asking for His forgiveness. It may look like standing firm in your beliefs. Uh, it may look like being more faithful in the little things. But don't just pray for favor, but lead uh, a life, right? Live a life and 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 lead in such a way that favor finds you. So, hey, if you enjoyed this episode today, we want to thank you for hanging out with us. If you want to join Diana and I live, uh, we record these episodes live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays. And uh, then on Wednesdays at 10 a.m., they are dropped on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. And uh, we pray that you would subscribe, link, share, uh, like, share, um, every, anywhere you consume this podcast. And uh, also, if you post on social media, make sure you tag us. We'd love to see what God's doing in your life. Don't forget to download our Game Changer app. That's the only way you can view this and hang with us live on Tuesday mornings. But also, we have amazing resources that our team puts together that will help you, especially in the marketplace ministry. And you can look that up on Android, Apple, and any anywhere, really, Roku. Um, and uh, that's Game Changer app by IPD Agency. And uh, we love you guys, appreciate you, and we will see you next time on Game Changer.